It's your week, your sports, the new Clarksville Now podcast. I'm John Glass, along with Jeff Matthews and Christian Brown. All right, your week, your sports. John Glass here, back at it another week. Ready to talk some local sports. Austin P. High School and National News. Football, week zero. We are officially here. Technically officially here. Technically officially. But uh, week one doesn't start till next week, which is when the Govs play. But we do have college football this week. We yeah, have we preseason do. football going on right now. Let's give ourselves a round of applause hey, for making it. Made it to football season. But, you know... We're still waiting for college to get started, but so high close. school football is back in action. Prep sports. Let's go, baby. Yeah. yeah. This past week, a lot of scores to go over uh, today. We're going to get into those here in just a second. Uh, we got the preview for the upcoming game um, this week. Uh, and then we also are going to talk a little bit of Govs. Uh, the soccer season started uh, currently 1-1-0. One, one, oh. We'll get into that. Uh, and then we have some fun national news to go over. Dude, that Nashville SC game was absolutely insane. Bonk. Penalty kicks on penalty kicks on penalty kicks. And the way it ended. I was a nervous oh. wreck. I was an absolute nervous wreck. We're going to talk a little bit of a Little League World Series. We got some uh, local connections to that, so... Uh, let's get right into it. Let's talk high school sports. We got scores to go over, Christian. What uh, what did you see in the prep action this week? Yeah, so Fort Campbell walked into opposing territory against Northwest High School, which Jeff actually covered the game as well. Let's give it up for Jeff. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. It's a fun time, fun game. First game of the season for you, too. Yeah, yeah I mean, good. Anytime you got a three-point game, Nor- Fort Campbell went on to win 20-17. to 17, Uh Detail how it played out at the end because I yeah. know I know it was a barn burner. So yeah, so that game was a whole lot of fun to watch. Yeah, it got down to well, Fort Campbell got the lead early. They were able to get two quick touchdowns. Uh, at that point, Northwest was able to get the ball. Huge thirty-two yard field goal, by the way, by Northwest, which looked incredible, especially <clears throat> at the high school level. You don't see it very often, but this kid uh, Maddox was insane for Northwest. Able to put the boot on the ball very nicely for that field goal. Um, but after they got that touchdown, Fort Campbell immediately turns around with a huge 90-yard kickoff return. Goes wow. right back up, so now it's 20-17. to 17, And then Northwest just could not find the end zone after that. They struggled a lot with red zone protection, or red zone offense. Um, once they got down to it, it would seem like the 30-yard line, they just really struggled with Fort Campbell's defense on uh, the outside edge, pushing in middle of the field during that whole entire game. Northwest was incredible. They had a great running back uh, who was able to break through. Jared Scales was on that team for Northwest. He did a fantastic job. He had some great runs. Uh, but Fort Campbell, at the end of the day, they were just able to get the ball over the line. Yeah, plus with their backs against the wall, they you know protected their end zone, I think, from a defensive standpoint you'll allow them to eat up that field if you can hold them in the red zone, like you said. For sure. And, you know, one thing for Fort Campbell, they're going to have to walk away now with the idea of trying to find out how do they get that midfield protection? Because they did not have a whole lot of it. That is where Fort Campbell fell through the cracks, just not able to really tell where Northwest was going to drive that ball. But as soon as Northwest dropped back to pass or whether they were going to go to that outside line, Fort Campbell just 
they looked so comfortable in those situations. Pass, uh, pass defense looked insane. Uh, Northwest just got rattled up a little bit. And then at that point, that offense, there was just... So their momentum was always stopped so abruptly. And also on top of that, penalties really haggard them uh, in a few key points of the game. At one point, I talked about Jared Scales, um, another gentleman who was as a wide receiver. Uh, he actually had a beautiful screen pass to the right-hand side to the 19-yard line, which would have put Northwest in great field position. And unfortunately, a penalty brought him all the way back to the original line of scrimmage, but then on top of that, it was a personal foul or a yeah, personal foul. So it knocked him back 15 more yards. Wow. So it just kind of blew. Uh, they had a couple of times where Mental they, errors. yeah, That's exactly. What it comes down to. Yeah, no, I'm really pumped, dude. Uh, prep sports is one of my favorite things. It's just so raw. So there's not the commercial aspect to it. It's right. Friday nights. You're out there, you're eating some nachos with some very yellow cheese. <laughs> some very That's yellow what cheese. it's all about right the there. Yellow the nacho cheese. cheese, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, just just to finish out the recap real quick too, I'll go list uh the following scores. Clarksville Academy lost to Friendship Christian, zero to forty six. Clarksville High defeated inner city opponent Montgomery Central fifty six to zero. Kenwood High lost to Franklin Road. Academy seven to forty nine. Kirkwood High came away with their first hey, ever big victory against Sycamore High in double overtime, forty nine to forty eight on a game winning touchdown and two point conversion. Big shout out to Kirkwood High School, young, young, young team, and strong in the freshman and sophomore class. You know, walking into this experience, Chad Watson said he was going to really base his offense around Josh Heupel's with Tennessee University. Um, clearly it's kind of playing to his advantage. 49 points in his first game with Kirkwood. He's running that hey, tempo, running that high, is, that high is. tempo. So what makes that in like Christian, you've watched Tennessee football yeah. this past season. What makes that offense so good is the, uh, the conditioning one. Yes. So that is a very well conditioned team. And then two, it also just allows the defense can't sub. Yeah, like that's the big factor in this is, yes, it puts a little bit more stress on your defense because you are scoring quicker, Uh, maybe not as quick as Tennessee, but uh, it puts pressure on uh, the opposing defense because they cannot sub. And you got these kids in high school who are not. Uh, nothing against college athletes. They're not college athletes. They're not that condition. Trying to run that tempo. That is absolutely like you can't. In college, it's difficult to defend against. You have guys faking injuries and whatnot against Tennessee all the time and uh, yeah all the time he looked at me with gazing eyes like he yeah. was about to say kentucky yeah kentucky football uh, it's he not, wanted to it was yeah. on his tongue literally it's, every team it's but, everybody including tennessee cool. does it. Mm. okay um but anyway, uh, anyway we're talking going. high school Keep going. We're, we're talking high school but what like what i said what makes that offense so good not only is the fact that they can put up a lot of points really really quick but it really wreaks havoc on the opposing defense uh because they can't get uh, new linemen in they can't sub they can't really? do any stuff that and they're stuck playing catch-up yeah well, they can't spread the field out too because hash marks too are a little yeah. bit different in high school and college than they are in the nfl so you can set up on one hash mark and have that entire side of the field completely spread out you could have three wide on one side of the field it's a beautiful thing yeah. what they're doing in, absolutely in, uh, kirkwood love to see it well Continuing you know on oh go ahead well i was only going to add on kirkwood high school we, you and i were at the High school football luncheon that was over at First um, Baptist Church here in Clarksville. Yep. 
And Chad Watson actually spoke on some coaches that he had talked to before the season as he was building this program for this. He talked to Coach Crouch, who coached for who coaches for Green Hill High School, who also got a win this weekend uh, going up against Northeast High School. Green Hill takes that win 44-13. to I can't imagine that maybe a little bit of offense came from that Green Hill side. Yeah, yeah, you never know. Especially, you know, picking his mind, the coach's mind beforehand, you know, it helps anytime you can. So, uh, routing it out, uh, Rossu High lost to Wilson Central 20-24. to Really close game. Tragic. Close loss. West Creek Wilson High. Wilson County, boys. Man, West Creek High lost to Laverne? Yep. Is that correct? Laverne. Laverne, six to nine. So a defensive showdown uh, for the Coyotes. Wow, that, is it a real score? Yeah, yeah. That's a uh, that's like an Iowa Nebraska score. Yeah, that's like a uh, Kentucky Iowa score from this past year with the bowl game. Where or like a, Will uh, Levis was out, so our backup quarterback was playing, and he was terrible it's like a northwestern that's like a northwestern iowa score or any <laughs> iowa versus anybody score an iowa wisconsin score or just hey, defense anybody. wins championships i love defense i, I love defensive games i love to see let's just ban iowa from the ncaa football <laughs> what do you have against iowa where is it coming say? from so iowa not, or iowa state look i love iowa de- state. look iowa state's pretty de- cool defense yeah. is great but you got to be able to score. Come on. Like, what are we of doing? Of course you're going to say that because you're a Tennessee fan. No, but you like, guys don't know you how to do that. The service defense. academies can score better than Iowa. You, and they run the triple option. You act like they're a laughing stock of the NCAA when they Who, actually... the service academies? No, Iowa. No, they have great defense. Like, I just And they win so, games because of it. It's such a one-sided... It's just boring to watch. Like, you can't say it's not boring. It's not boring uh, to me. I was about That's to say. your own personal opinion. I, I like high flying. I'm completely. Action. That's fine. I'm completely fine with high flying action on the defensive. You can you side. can have good defense and high flying action. This is just run bore, bore football. This is like 1912 football. I don't know. Watching a cornerback outplay a wide receiver, shut him down, and completely razzle him on the line. I think that that is so much fun to watch. Look, I love a halfback more than anybody, but come on, Iowa. Let's get it together. Come on, Iowa. I think you just don't appreciate the full game of football. If I you're do. Just focused I on absolutely. You, that's the problem with today's today's world, John. Were you about to Everybody's say today's so youth? Focused. Were you about to say today's youth? Uh, no, because you're not the youth. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh! Any, Shots. Anyway, I just turned thirty-one. God. <laughs> also, happy birthday! Yeah, happy birthday, John! Happy birthday yes. to our host. Yes, his birthday was on Monday. Correct. Yep. yep. Correct. Thirty-one years young. Wow. Incredible. Yes. You are our youth, John. I was. Just and this is the fourth thirty-one birthday. Throwing shade. No, no, no. The first. The oh, first. this is the real yeah. first thirty-first birthday. Look, I can still come across that table. But still and, come across that table. <laughs> you're gonna break a hip doing so. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but just uh, hey, real quick, I just want to finish this. Sure, that's the problem with today's world: NFL, college football. They're trying to you know speed the game up, make it more offensive. Uh, I think there could be a good not, balance. Is all I'm saying. NFL doesn't. NFL has strictly made it where it plays to the quarterback's advantage and not the defenses. So that's my two cents on that. Uh, I love look a win's a win's a win's a win. Like at the end of the day, too good on uh, Laverne. Uh, Unfortunately, they took down West Creek, yeah, a local team. But uh, hey, you got the W. That's all that matters on the the record. You can make a state. You can win a state championship like that. So Uh, moving on, we're gonna get out of the high school realm. And uh, move on to Austin P. We got the soccer season starting, Jeff. Yep. 
So soccer season started this past week. They have been playing pretty well. They did take a loss against the UT Skyhawks, which it was a good game. It was, I believe, the ending score of that one was 2-1 to one with the Skyhawks on top. Time out now, real quick. Yeah. I want to pick your mind about something. Go for it. So in the win-loss tie column, it's win, loss, then tie. Correct. Right? Yep. And it's not tie in the middle? Yeah, no, it's okay. win, loss, and tie. Okay, okay. My bad, my bad. Yeah. I, I always get confused on that. I feel like... Ty should be in the middle. Now that you say that, though, part of me feels like on the European side. I think it is. Ty I think tie in the middle. When I play FIFA and I make a career let's mode, check the, let's check the EPL scores real quick. Wow. Right I, whenever I play FIFA in career mode, right? I, I think that's it what is I, that's what I'm tie, thinking about right now. But I think it is different in college and I think high school as well. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know. But either way, while John's looking that, we up, have the attention span of a Dover. I was about to say, but that's a great Sorry. question. Uh, correct. They are one in one, uh, no ties yet this year. Okay. But we're talking about the second game of the season. They got their first shutout of the season, and on top of that, it was the second fastest time of getting a shutout in a season. The last time it happened was the very first game uh, for the Governors in 2017. Wow. Yeah. 2017? 2017. That's incredible achievement. Yeah. So Austin P. they had two girls scoring goals for them. It ended up being a 2-0 matchup. Annabelle Anderson and Alec Bumgart both getting their goals off of headers. And also the goalkeeper who got the shutout for this matchup was um, Katie Bond. So Katie Bond, this is only her second start for Austin P. Wow. Yeah. She's already bringing them back to what they yep. were like in 2017, shutting out opponents. They're looking strong. Like I said, it's only two games into the season, but it's hey, a, it's definitely a they're doing great. A nice. I'm moment. super excited for their whole entire season. Their next matchup coming up August 27th. They're going to be playing North Dakota State. So that's this weekend at 1 p.m. I don't think we're going to be able to make that one as an in attendance, but. Uh, Still going to be a fun matchup. Quick side, quick side note. So, how it shows on EPL standing English, English Premier League for uh, you normies out there. Um, <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> not trying to attack anybody, but um, it goes win, draw, loss. Uh, at least how it's set up on the standings chart. It goes okay. uh, matches played, then wins, then draws, then loss, which makes sense because you got yeah, draws yeah. in the middle. I'm so used to that mm-hmm. mindset. That's why I wanted to make same. sure to ask when you said they did lose. Same, same, same. See, I didn't even know that one one zero to me because I think of it as in like football statistics. Words are hard. I'm a comm major. Words are hard. That's concerning. <laughs> Master's degree too. Oh gosh. Anyway, um, every time I've seen it, it's always been one wins, losses, draws. But I don't know. I don't control soccer. Yeah. Moving on, we are going to have a pretty cool interview we're hoping next week. We're still finalizing everything, but because Austin P football is starting next week, we are hoping to have head coach Scotty Walden on with us, and we're going to talk with him and preview a little bit about this season, talk about his confidence in his team and kind of the things that they've been working on this offseason, and I am super stoked to get an opportunity to talk with him. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. Uh, Real quick, do we want to preview the first game of the season against the Southern Illinois team that went five and six last year. I think we all think they're going to come away with the win. Start, yeah. I right? think Austin P is going to come off really strong. I the think Salukis? they're hungry. Yeah. I love saying that name so much. The Salukis. Is it? The sl- it's a, fu- a fun game. Let's check real quick. Salukis. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Did I tell you guys that? Yeah. 
It doesn't. Somebody sound right. did. It doesn't sound right for some reason. I don't know why. But I, I don't I, remember what it is. Again, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a blowout to some capacity. Like we're talking about it. This is probably the most hungry Austin P group Walton's coached. Well, not only hungry on that, but I mean the Austin P football program has yeah. high expectations for where they're going. Yeah. Because they are really pushing for them to get into the FBS. Yeah. And the only way that happens is through an invitation. Consistent now, yes, growth. exactly. Now, of course, one, you have to play, you have to win games. That's a huge one Two, There's definitely a few different types of boards that have to look through some paperwork and all this other, the bureaucratic portion of it. Yeah. But then it really boils down to, you have to get invited into yeah. the FBS and that's what Austin P is fighting for. And that starts game one Yeah, down one. You know what I mean? Correct. I mean, and even if you look like last year, clearly they can compete with anybody in the the country. Look at thirty four to zero against Alabama. They were the what was it least amount of points allowed by an FCS team. Yes, that yeah. that is incredible when you look at the range of players, the difference at recruiting classes. I mean, that is honestly absurd to even have that accomplishment under yep. your belt. So huge shout out there. Well, me and Jeff, me and Jeff were talking about it earlier, like what would be some good fits for Austin P if they were to join an FBS yeah. conference. And John, you brought up a great conference. conference. USA. Yeah. yeah. Uh, putting us with Memphis, Louisiana tech. No, 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 not Memphis. That would, um, they are, I was about to say, Memphis yeah. is a conference USA. I believe so. I thought they were they're in the AAC. A- a- MTSU is in conference USA. <laughs> oh. MTSU. That's who I was thinking of in my head, but yes. Uh, you also got like, UT, uh, Louisiana UT- tech is in that conference. Okay. So, so Memphis is in the, yeah. yes. the American. I, miss, I misspoke. M- misspoke. Gotcha. Let's pull it up. I meant to say MTSU. I think that they previously at one point were CUSA. I think at one point, but they yeah. were not anymore. I think two years ago they moved. I think it was longer than that. But was it? Maybe. I, it's hard to remember, especially with everything that's happening. I was going to say, there's too many moves going on in different conferences that I don't know who's been so, and where. But, but why Why I say this is a good fit is you look at some of these teams, a lot of these, handful of these Austin awesome P's have played. Uh, UTSA, uh, you've got Western Kentucky. Right there. Uh, you've got North Texas. See, that's MTS, a huge... MTSU and in Mid-State, you could turn that into a little rivalry. Uh, dude, you, I think the WKU rivalry would be say, bigger. Especially after last year. Yeah. That you, first game of the year. You got UAB, Florida Atlantic. Yeah, Austin P nearly getting that one. Which um, I, I bet huge money on UTEP, WKU. You got co- the Roadrunners in here, man. For Austin P to cover that spread against oh, Western yeah. Kentucky I mean, and it hit, I was like... You got the Roadrunners, FIU, uh, LA Te- uh, Louisiana Tech. I mean, that's... Charlotte. That's a good point. A former Wheel Healy coach team in Charlotte. So, yeah. I mean, like, I think that this... Look, I'm, I'm not... I obviously don't make the decisions. I don't make. And they may still make their own conference. We never. Correct. Know. Yeah. Like that was that's, the original that's intention. The, I don't know. What is the, what's, what's their conference realistic. name right now? The, the A Sun Wax. A Sun Wax. So it takes from both the traditional WAC conference and then the A Sun as right. well. And the WAC is already FBS. Correct. Or okay. they they were correct. Yes, they were. I think they still are. I, I thought they still it's, are. It's it's a little bit. Which is why. Which is why I, this is why. I, to my understanding, this is why Austin P is in the conference that they are in right now because they're not, they're in the A Sun, but then but they're playing non A Sun teams, but every other sport at Austin P is A Sun, and this is also something that Gerald Harrison kind of talked a little bit about when we had a roundtable discussion uh, a couple days ago. Um, he kind of said how it is a little confusing how 
you're playing all these different teams and there is a lot of travel involved nowadays. But um, basically, from my understanding, was that these teams were teams, the ASUN teams that were involved were basically the teams that were in the projection of going to the FBS. And basically, this was kind of a way for all these teams to be put in one conference for all eyes to just kind of look at these people. Well, that's how I understood it, but I feel like that might not be the case. So that's an interesting, and I kind of want to get your thoughts on this This is a good talking point. Like, so you take all these teams and kind of put the, all these good FCS teams and then put the central Arkansas is involved to to create one FBS conference, not play a devil's advocate or anything. And, poo-poo on the plans or anything like that but did you just say poo-poo poo-poo yeah or poo-poo um i didn't know i was a six-year-old but it does it kind of seem to you like you would rather see them play that already established fbs talent because if you're taking set what was it seven fcs teams to form one fbs conference or something like that well i think the difference there is to your talking they're point. great they're great fcs teams too yeah. but like wouldn't you want to maybe take like chunks of them and put them in different conferences too so i think one of the bigger problem problems are austin p1 doesn't want to play against teams where they're just going to get demolished every single game i don't see in like that's why conference usa well makes so my much thing is, is there's fbs teams austin p doesn't want to play tennessee 10 times a year right but there's not many FBS teams that Austin P can compete with that. Hang on. Let me finish the statement that Austin P or that these other FBS teams would want to play Austin P and waste a scheduled day on a, I don't know. I just don't see that happening. Just to go over real quick, the original report following whack football members have signed on, had signed on to join the newly formed FBS conference. Stephen F. Austin. I'll, Abilene Christian, Utah Tech, there you go. Southern Utah, and Tarleton State. Meanwhile, the following Atlantic Sun football members are also set to join Austin P if they were to make the transition. Eastern Kentucky, Central Arkansas, and North Alabama. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. I think because, you know, the WAC is kind of like the Mountain West and um, some of these, uh, the MAC, the WAC, the Mountain West, the, these mid-major well, FBS conferences that you love watching on a tuesday in november yeah. oh man oh i think one i love all, watching the chippewas man oh man there's with so all the restructuring on. going on this is probably the perfect time that austin p wanted to get in or is pushing to get in which i'm sure they didn't even see this ever they didn't coming, there there wasn't there was no way that they knew about it but it, i mean it could play it, their advantage definitely i think it could um especially since i feel like college football fbs is going into a like a four or six region type spread like NFL is. Yeah, we just don't know. Well, you, you look at, I mean, you look at some of these teams too. And Austin P, they put up a good season this year like they did have the last couple of seasons. And then they are really. Still get scrubbed from the playoffs. They really show that they can, they compete. Don't get me start, starting the. Trust F- me, I'm hurt about yeah. it too. I've on always the, been on hurt the about FC- it. in Clarksville. Well, on still, the FCS, the, the criteria and the process of getting into the championship. Austin P puts up a good season like they had the last couple of years. I think that you have conferences like Conference USA or maybe some of these other mid-majors calling. And Conference USA regionally works for Austin P. So like we don't have to this doesn't have to be a you got 
the AAC trying to snipe Stanford or USC going to the Big Ten, where it's like across the country. These are teams all well within the Southeast region for yeah. Austin P, North Texas, UT uh, San Antonio. I mean, it uh, makes sense. UT El Paso, Rice, FIU. No one's yeah. thinking about region anymore, John. But it may. It makes sense, but no one's thinking. Look at look at the Power Five conferences. They it would make care. so much sense for all of Austin P sports, if I'm being perfectly honest. I mean, it makes sense. I'm not saying it doesn't, but is that the no one's looking at that criteria anymore because they're looking at the money, yeah, cash flow, and that's kind of where I was trying to go with that. Yeah, some FBS teams I feel like are not going to be willing to pay or willing to play Austin P unless Austin P agrees to pay for that play. Does that make sense? You know how Austin P has contracts with Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee all that pays them. Correct. Yeah, I feel like that there are a lot of FBS teams that would want Austin P. I don't know that they kind may, of deal. They may think it's like a not an easy victory since they're, yeah. they're coming from the FCS, but like they may, they may feel like they can get away with it. Maybe you know. So I don't I don't know. But if they know anything about this program, clearly it's going to be a fight. Well, I'm just what? not an economy major, and I guarantee you, it's money somewhere yeah. involved. Like it's all about for the NCAA money. Yes, that's what it comes down. Yeah, to. Yeah, that's what well. we're talking about. Like, and that's why you know I'm sure they didn't accept this new conference being formed right away. Correct. Well, you so. know, you know what would be really cool though, if Austin P joined Conference USA. The team that just got the team that just got the invite, Jacksonville State. Oh, Jacksonville State going to the Conference USA They're in the Conference USA. Yeah, mm. so reignite that little back and forth rivalry between Jacksonville State and Austin. Peay. I mean, that I was, like that it, was a good little rivalry. Yeah, for what two years? Yeah. I, I hope. Look, I, I don't know what Conference USA's plans are after they invited a couple of teams, but. I think that would be really, really, really fun if Austin P makes that jump. Now, isn't there the the last thing, and then we'll get off on this and move on to um, our national news? Um, isn't there like a criteria stadium attendance wise? Like, I think because we were talking to our good buddy uh, Knox Reeves, uh, son of the legendary Brian, Brian Reeves, who you can catch pretty much on all of the Austin P football games and basketball games. True. Um, isn't there? I think there's an attendance that criteria that Austin P would have to meet uh, for FBS membership. Now we don't know the entire criteria because exactly. I think a lot of things play into this. I'm sure that could be a a portion of it. It might not be attendance necessarily. Yeah. It might be season ticket sales. Well, or I think, no, I think it was. I think box sales. Well, I think I'm pretty sure it was like we're like I think 1,100 seats. From what we need to be at. Well, Austin P is also trying to. I think they're trying to do that visitor. Well, side. they're yeah, exactly. They're trying to start figuring out what they're going to do with that visitor side of Fortera Stadium because it has not been rebuilt like the home side has. Um, and that's the biggest thing for Austin P football, I think, right now, especially with the basketball team getting uh, the new F and M Bank Arena. Um, as soon as football gets that side of the stadium done, it'll be huge for them. They'll be able to sell. I think, I, I mean, I think it'll think of it like this, the new FNM bank arena. Everybody is so excited for Austin P basketball right now because everybody wants to go watch the games in the new FNM bank arena. Same thing's going to happen with football. As soon as you build that second half of the stadium, it's <laughs> what's the, what's the name of the movie I'm thinking of with Kevin Costner, build it and they will come. Oh, uh, feel, feel the, the dreams. dreams. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah, and that's like that. I think that's what it is. So I think as soon as they get that, attendance won't be an issue. No, no, no. And then you know you got 
whatever the possibility of the baseball field of that Vulcan plant. You never know if that's going to be an awesome baseball well, future. Possibly. They just, you know, invested heavily into their baseball field at Austin Peay. I know. So. Yeah. Yeah. Roland Fanning's getting him a, uh, what did they say? I believe it's a 35 foot wall uh, to the back of a <laughs> uh, hand field. So center, right? Center. Yeah. So they're going to have, a, yeah, it's like a huge uh, batter's eye. Yeah. 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 Which I, I always love that look. It does stadium. look cool. We had, we had like just they put a fence out there right now. I yeah, think for just the time in being in straight in straight center. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we yeah we had one in our high school, and uh, man, oh man, like, you got to make sure that thing is reinforced though, because we had a couple of nasty storms that came through that like Uh-oh. really caused oh, some man. problems man. with that. Hey, Boston, I wonder how deep you have to dig those. I don't know. We'll have to look into that. Check. We'll let's do. let's do a little science experiment. I was about to say, I kind of experiment I in the back of five that. star. Yeah. <laughs> let's just build us a batter's eye in the back there. We'll just build a whole field. Um, Our manager's going to be like, um, guys, tear it down. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. What did you do? And I'll be like, we want to play baseball, right? Innocently, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no exciting stuff going on around Austin P. Didn't really expect to get into a FBS. A conversation, but hey, that's what this podcast is. Hey, you're for. welcome. It's I'm here for thing it. of sports. Yes, and uh, there's just really ex- exciting stuff with football season coming on. So uh, let's move on to the national realm. We can start off with probably the most or one of the most exciting things of the weekend. Nash- Messi, little Messi, which we totally just to let everybody know, we totally try to get media passes. To we go tried, watch. Yeah. and w- when they say we, Jeffrey spent. I'm it was kidding. my idea, it was, but it was Jeffrey did all the hard work. I did. I, well, look, I, I went online. I found the application process for all of us to do it, and I sent everything in. Some I got headsho- all of, headshots. Yep, I had. I got all of our headshots together. John's looked the best. It did because it was the one professional one. I think yours and I's both were off of my phones. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you went so, out to the back and at least mine. Mine was literally a selfie at the press box at Terra <laughs> Stadium. So. um Man, I sent those in and I had not heard back from them. So, and I had, well, obviously I had to before yeah. the game. So I think, um, and we were legitimately going there to get, get like we weren't just, yeah, we were, I was it. hoping like we were trying to get content so we could put on, on this podcast, on Twitter, oh, yeah, yeah. for ESPN Clarksville, for oh. Clarksville, Clarksville yeah, now. We didn't want to go watch Lino Messi <laughs> We didn't want to just go watch for free. No. Uh, that wasn't my plan or yeah, anything. Never. I, I don't, know about, these two, I don't, I don't know about these two goobers here, but I'm a big... Nashville SC calls <laughs> us tomorrow. I, I'm a big J journalist over here. At, well, I'll just say, we Clarksville now only covers Clarksville, Tennessee news. So it would be kind of out of my realm. I think we could make an exception for Messi, though. I don't know. I am. I would. I would too. Um, it's one of those ask for forgiveness, no, not permission type things. No, it would have been big, really good for this podcast and for ESPN Clarksville and some of the fun. Well, stuff you know, that we hey, well, big shout out to John as well because we have been trying to get the Twitter page of ESPN Clarksville really moving, and John has taken a big help in that as well as uh, some other people around the office and and some of the people who are involved with the program. Brian Reeves has also yes helped out with. He's very active on Twitter, probably more than all of us. That is probably accurate. But yeah, we're hopefully going to start putting some really cool stuff on there. Um, get some content. Get stuff involved with this podcast as well. Maybe and our fantasy football draft. We're thinking, yep. we got some ideas. For I'm some actually stuff about super that. stoked if we can figure out a way for that to happen. Yeah. And as long as, I mean, it shouldn't be a problem. Even if we, even if we could do it. In here, and we yeah, were I was about to say, we might have rooms. to. Well, that was the original idea, I yeah. Think, but I mean, even then, we could take that. We have a couch here in the studio, we could literally take that and set it up somewhere and then do a draft like that, yeah. 
Um, and use a projector. Style. Well, we have a TV. I think I'm gonna order. Somewhere. I think I'm gonna order a new trophy for that one that we can get placards on. There you go. Because one, I think that trophy needs to be retired after I've won it three years in a row. Um, he loves mentioning that when we weren't every even. You've never participated. Th- never my participated. Fir- it was my first year last year. Made the playoffs. John was started out zero and six. And then he had to kind of lean six. on the. He had to lean on the waiver wire. So really. Lean on the waiver wire. He, it's called sur- using actually, the waiver wire. He survived on the waiver when wire because his draft class Kelsey stunk. Picked up Josh. No, Mahomes stinks. Kelsey stinks. Your draft class stunk when you start out zero and six. Oh, Owen. You know as well as I do that I had the most points scored against me than any other team. Everyone had their best game against me. Doesn't matter. You know, you should, when you, when you like, face the best, I'm walking in up. with my Dallas oh. Cowboys defense. Owens. Feeling strong. Okay, yeah. But who, who's crowned champion? Owens. Who made the biggest comeback in probably fantasy See who's getting history. mad. At 0 3, I started to start how calling am I mad? Owen. I won the championship. Whoa, hey, raise your voice. Hi, dude. Lower your voice, man. And I'll win it again. He's <laughs> um, <laughs> so you, you sounded so creepy on that last part, too, dude. So I think. Yeah, no. You're not going to win it again, We're, John. You're going to choke. False. You're not even going to make the playoffs. But I, I am looking to uh, get us a new trophy. That's something that we're looking to... Are you going to buy it? I might. I'm going to see it. If you... <laughs> well, let's just keep the original if it's... Well, I, think it needs to I wonder how, much ex- how expensive those are. Probably anyway. like 40 bucks. Um, I don't maybe, know Maybe, but do we need that kind of an expense? I feel like you could find one. That's yeah. not... Five dollars. Yeah. But, uh... Five dollar ninety-nine cents. Where were we even at? Uh, we were talking about some of the fun content that we were going <laughs> to We were trying to get into Nashville SC. Yes. Uh, I don't know how we got that far. Wow. wow. We, we, got, we, really got to far media, we got to media passes. Yeah, We got to all that fun stuff. Uh, we're, we're trying, At the end guys. of the day, I sat at home and watched it. Correct. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I think but, and next it was year... Worth, it was worth it even on the TV. Yep. I think oh next year... $25 I think a next month year we're going to really TV. start going into the media pass realm. Maybe Titans. Maybe... Oh. Um, maybe some other fun stuff. Maybe some Predators. Maybe get on the uh, field for Austin P. Well, well, we're definitely going to do that. Yeah. Walk us through the game real quick. Too. So, it was pretty even killed. doesn't know. Messi, Messi got a... <sighs> All like, of his goals. He was deep. He was deep all, on all of his goals. He was, he was probably like thirty yards away. Yeah, I was about to say thirty four yards away. This dude locked his left foot on that ball. Makes it look like it's really, like a five foot shot. Yeah, left foot. Then uh, then uh, Nashville SC ties it up late, and then there were on many a times. Goal by the way. There were many a times where uh, Nashville SC in the last like couple minutes nearly like lost. Yeah. It. There was one where a guy flicks. The ball over the keeper runs, and then one of Nashville's defender head dives to try to butt the ball out of bounds, but basically trips the uh, the the other uh, the Miami inter Miami player. Words we, we got this. Uh, trip basically trips the inter Miami player. He has to jump over him, and that gives him just enough time to where when he slides to try to kick the ball in the net, it hits the post. So just a game of inches numerous times and then they go into pks not only did they go to pk 11 pks decided by goalies goalie versus goalie and i was telling jeff and christian this i was texting them both i was like of course our the our guy where is wearing the guardian helmet and of course um (laughs) that's that's why we that's that's why we lost i feel like that's why we lost i'll tell you what i'm always against games finishing in pks that's that right there I loved every second. That of it. was the most fun soccer game and I've watched in a very long time. The only reason I say that is because I like, you know, when it finishes out 
actually playing the game. Right. But P- PKs are a part of the game, clearly. But the way that extended on, I mean, that's some clutch performances, too. Uh, the goalies deciding it. Like, yeah. I, I couldn't tell you the last time I saw that. It has been a. I was in high school and it was at a high school match. It was the last time I ever saw a goalie take a PK. But they got to go, cool yeah, go through all the position players first. Of course, yeah. yeah and then it. it starts back over. So you have to have. A play, a, you have to have, a player has to be inserted into the game in order to be able to take penalty kicks. This famously happened with England uh, when they played in the, uh, I think it was UEFA. Well, they, have, they have to be inserted or they have to already be on the they have, field. They have, to have play, they have to have played in the game yeah, during time. That's what I thought. So yeah. England did that with Mark, I think it was Mark, with Marcus Rashford. Um, unfortunately, he was one who missed. It might not have been Rashford. It might have been somebody else. If I'm butchering Marcus Rashford's performance. I, I apologize, but well. um, yeah, you got to have all, you have, you have to have guys who are inserted in the game. They are the only ones who are eligible to uh, take penalty kicks as I understand oh. it. So if those guys both would have made their penalty kicks, both goalies, then it would have started back, started back over with Hani Mukhtar and uh, Lionel Messi, mm-hmm. um, which we might've been there all night. Um, we might have and you know props to nashville because i don't think anybody expected them to give them that tough of a game like maybe but i i thought put I thought it this way still Inter, blow them out Inter miami was the worst team in the mls well, you, prior to Lionel messi signing correct that, and now that, with Lionel messi they have they like, i think the one team yeah, i think they've won <laughs> well, five you, straight now you, you and hear. here's the thing that's what happens that's yep. the thing nashville is a great soccer team nashville sc is fun to watch I did not think they were going to put up that huge of a fight against Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi is just so high in IQ for soccer. It's and the way he moves. you just you just don't understand what you it, that you just don't you can't predict what like he's Barry going to do. Sanders. Well, yes. you know you know <laughs> like, what this does for like because Nashville finished second, the top three teams automatically get automatic bids to the Concafa. Yeah, uh, which that's going to be so which, exciting for coverage. Oh too. man, that is. That is really because that's this this continent's biggest yeah. tournament, like South America, uh, United States. Like that is this the biggest tournament next? It's the Euro, it's your uh, the Euro, uh, Europa's, like uh, the yeah. European, yeah, the European it's championships. Not as hyped. Yeah, it's, you say South America? Or? I think South America's in it too, right? Okay, I'm I think curious. maybe I'm wrong. You, I mean, you may be right. I could be wrong, but um, yeah, it's like equivalent to uh, like UEFA. And um, the European Championship, so it's really cool. Nashville's getting an automatic bid to that. They were not playing as well as they should have been uh, prior to this tournament, and then they just light light switched on. Yeah. Uh, so switch. big congratulations to Nashville SC on finishing second. Hey, we'll catch the next one. There was though. I did want to bring this up to you. There is a guy on Twitter who is a um, he's a he, he's a big Titans fan. Uh, when the Vols were doing good last year, he'd switch his avatar. And nothing against Vincenzo. Uh, but he uh, he loves rolling with the uh, the teams here in Tennessee, especially when they're doing good. Switch his Twitter avatar to Dang. him in the team gear. Um, he, <laughs> That's he, most everybody, I feel like, though. Uh, he, uh, especially in today's world of sports. Yeah, he, he had a take. Most he, fans. So his take was that well, and this was before. well. Time out. You can't just move on. No, no. First of all, I stuck with the Phillies when they were the worst team in a decade. After Ryan Howard 
his ACL tore. I just wanted torn. to get him round up. Yeah, I stayed with them. Then they got Bryce Harper, and I lost my yeah. mind. But no, continue, John. Not a shot at him. <laughs> he is a fun follow. I'm just poking fun. Um, but he had a bad take, in my opinion, and he got roasted a little bit on Twitter for it. Uh, he said that this game, this was prior to this game, he said that this game between Inter-Miami and Nashville SC was the biggest professional sporting game in the state of Tennessee's history. Oh, yeah. We talked about that a little bit. That's ridiculous. That's absolutely. When we're talking about a heck of a game between the Titans and Bengals, only two years ago. How can you forget that? The Western Conference Finals. I was at that game. Exactly. It was one of the most, that whole, I went to like four of those playoff games that year, and it was the most electric that I've ever been to a sporting event. Music City Miracle. Music City Miracle yes. was awesome. Like I'm just saying, like I feel like there's so many things. There's so many. There's a rich history of sports yeah. in Nashville. The Arena League Championships where the Cats lost. Wow. Same pain. That is a throwback. Of a <laughs> Why do you guys keep coming at me, man? <laughs> not no, not Kentucky. The Who? it was an, I think the, it was uh, Nashville Cats or yeah. it was the Music City Cats. The Arena oh, Football I got, League I got that you. is coming back. I hear. I was kind of lost on what you even mentioned. Yeah. I hear Arena Football is making a comeback. It is. The Arena Football was awesome. Dude, it was so cool. I, the world of Did Chad football. Ochocinco play a year in it? Uh, Am I remembering that wrong? I think maybe. you're thinking of Terrell. Terrell Owens, maybe? It was, I think one of them did. Yeah. But anyway, this guy, so he, had, he had, that, had that take, and a lot of people disagreed with that. I don't think that, um, I don't know, not the biggest sporting event. It was awesome. Don't get me wrong. It was awesome. Even if Nashville would have won, though, I don't think you could say that that was the biggest professional sporting event in the state of Tennessee. I had to bring it up. Just Thank you for letting us. Something like, that's us been on that. my mind. But uh, uh, let's move on to uh, NFL action. Titans preseason. Actually, let's uh, let's do a little Little League World Series first. I want to talk about the Titans a little bit later. Yeah, Randy Huth. Randy Huth. Jeff, have you been keeping up with the Little League World Series at all? So, okay, Nolansville dropped their first game uh, on Monday, and uh, they're actually playing today. Um, I think it's at 3 p.m. Like before. And technically, since they lost one already, this is a double the, elimination, so this is an eliminate. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, to be eliminated. So, two o'clock. So, we're recording right here now. It's noon o'clock. So, here in two, two hours, uh, they're going to be playing the mountain region. Um, okay. So, they, they just got to survive in advance. Survive in advance, survive in advance, survive in advance. That's that's how you do it. There's actually a Little League home run derby. That's cool. You know, I think that they, I feel like that's new. I feel like they started adding, adding that. that stuff in the last couple of years. Which, that's genius. Did you all see the video? First of all, let's do a big shout out to Randy Hoof, yeah. graduate of Austin P, coaching now Nolensville Little League team for the Little League World Series. <laughs> Good job, Huth. They got to, yeah. They Which is one of, the best, one of the best tournaments. They got to, they got to the advance. World. They got to keep going. And uh, hey, yeah. you just got to fight one pitch at a time. You know what I mean? Right. Watch the ball, see the ball, be the ball, swing on. And it. He, his kids, his kids, not even on. The, real quick, his kids not even on the t- team anymore. I don't believe that's just his passion for coaching. Yeah, Correct. Dude, he yeah. loves it, man. At so a high like, level. Well, and he's able to do that multiple years in a row because this Nolansville team was in last year as well. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he has success. He's done really well with this team. And, I mean, if they're not, I mean, they have that one loss. And so does that make it a little bit harder to get to the final? Yeah, it does. Makes it a little bit harder. But, hey, you guys got a chance at this. All right. 
big ups to Randy Huth and uh, Nolansville boys. Get it done. Hopefully we can uh, get to the championship game. Uh, moving on to preseason football action. Titans uh, got the dub this past weekend. Uh, Malik Wallace went the distance. Uh, actually, I think you had Racy McMath uh, play quarterback for a couple of plays. No. No? It was just Willis. Willis? No. I Willis think, got the whole well, game. You know, he, yeah. he came in for like a carry. He was like a quarterback carry. Oh, or I was going like to say there's no statistics on any other quarterback except Malik. Yeah. So... Will Levis down with a lower leg injury. I don't think they've really been super specific on it. It's I don't think it's a serious thing. I yeah, think I think that's why they've been yeah, kind of quiet on it. Yeah, so he was out. So Willis got his chance to uh, uh, show what he had. And, uh, did he do well again? He looked He did okay. Average. So you got the stats so, over there. Chris. Not as yeah. good as last season's preseason game where no. he was incredible. Yeah, I'll break it down. Break it down for me. Rushing the ball, he was as good as you'd expect. 11 rushes, 91 yards. His longest rush was 26. Okay. Uh, Fumbles lost, though. Uh He did have one. So ball security, an issue at that point in stage uh, for that, for rushing the ball. Uh, Passing-wise, not too exciting. Was he, let me ask you this, was he staying inside or was he moving to the corners? He was a little bit everywhere. Okay. And I... I think he's just, you know, getting comfortable in the pocket is such an important thing for him. Um, go through his progressions, then take off if needed. Um, and I think, you know, his comfortability kind of shows his stats as well. Yeah. 10 of 17, only 85 yards. Okay. Uh, one touchdown, one pick. He sat, He was sacked twice. It sounds like, I don't know about y'all, but the way I kind of read about Malik Willis and or uh, Malik and Levi. I, if you call him Levi one I more time, every single time, <laughs> I'm just going to stop trying to say his name. His name's hard to say. Le- Levis. Will Levis. Yeah. Levis. Will Levis. Yeah. And then there's Malik Willis. Yes. That is yeah, that's a- so hard for me. <laughs> My goodness. Either way. Ooh. Will Levis, I think has an easier time adjusting with the Tennessee Titans offense but I think it's more because he's coming in brand new. Well, and you think about it, his offensive line at Kentucky last year. True. Trash. True. But then also Malik Willis, there's so much inconsistency because there is, he's with the team, wasn't with, or he was, you know, was a starter at one point, didn't do well, but he was great in preseason. So I feel like there's a trust issue that they have like of inconsistent play when it's Will Levis out there. They're like, we can't expect much from him. Like, we're just going to go out there and try our best and wait and see what he's going to do. Yeah. So I feel like Will Levis has a kind of a big leg up right now over Malik Willis. I'm going to try to say both their name as much as possible to get, get it right. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I don't know. It. I hate, I hate preseason. Yeah, it's hard to Because you just don't exactly. know. Because you say those numbers and I don't hate them. Like, I don't, I don't hate, hate either, those numbers. It's backup numbers, to be honest. They are. and I don't know if he'll ever be anything but other be than a second-string quarterback. That's what they're fighting for. Yeah. And so I guess it makes sense. Or, but, like, to eventually be the the face of that franchise down the road in a couple of years. Well, well, Will Levis getting injured in the preseason right now is not a great sign of that. But, I mean, again, well, look that's, at it, look that's at a it. small thing that happens. Well, yeah, but, I game. mean, like, you also don't want to – like, you don't want to see anybody get injured. Well, but, but, I mean, like yeah. – I mean, if he's injury-prone now, can he be injury-prone later? Did have that foot injury, I, Christian. I, 
really don't. <laughs> I think I think you're really looking at this more than you. I mean, what do you know? What kind of foot injury it even is? No, was it a sprain? So are you saying then you don't? You can't say he's injury prone then. I said that he could be if he's gotten injured now. Okay, he has the potential to be injury, injury prone. He Everybody has the potential to be injury prone. He had that foot injury. Is it in not? College, is it not at least acceptable to mention the possibility of it if he's already got injured? I mean, that's he's fine. going up against NFL. These guys are ten times bigger than his that's, college cohorts. That's fine, but tell I, us how you really feel. But I mean, I'm just saying you can't say we can't talk about it if it's I mean, a serious you're, you're question. Say, you're saying he can't be the face of the franchise after one little injury that's not Tony severe. Romo never went to the Super Bowl that dude had back problems for half of his career and top of he was still issues. the face of the franchise he was the face of a franchise where's our Super Bowls back in the 90s this is a different exactly. this Before, is a different conversation even, now but you're what how is this a different conversation you're but sitting he, here talking about injuries as if I'm not even supposed to talk about them right now but he has I now never gotten even injured said that you're just making conclusions. What? You're jumping to conclusions. Jerry, Jerry, you, literally, Jerry. you literally just questioned why I brought up his injury, and now that I've backed up the fact that, that he's gotten injured. You're saying he, based off one injury already, he could not I be the face of the I said that he has the potential to be Every, injury prone after well, an injury. To everybody be does. Well, hey. Exactly. Boys. And boys. if he's going to be playing for, he's fighting for the backup position to become the face of the franchise, what happens if this dude gets injured? Next preseason, or better yet, he has to go in for Tannehill and gets injured on the fourth play. Did the Titans draft? I don't. I don't really understand your. Caleb point, Williams to the Titans. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. So Levis injury prone? Maybe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you guys are just jumping. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Jeff's not. Like, um, no, I, I'm my, joking. My argument is so valid. Look at Dak. He's injury prone, but he's the face he of the franchise. He sucks, yes, too. He does, I wouldn't say he sucks. That's not a fair. He sucks. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dak okay, Prescott John, is you're just, not a good quarterback. John is just good. trying to get me good. to go on an edge right yeah. now. They had that one year at Mississippi State where they were ranked number one, and that's all that Dak really has to stand Dak on. Dak Prescott has consistently been ranked in everybody's top ten quarterbacks for the past two years. Ryan Tannehill is a better quarterback than Dex. But he's injury prone, so he's not he the face a, of the franchise. That's not at all what I said. Repeat it one more time for me. All I said, so we, we, we talked about they were fighting for backup quarterback positions, yes. to which then we said that they that backup position was then going to be, end up being led into the face of the franchise. Yes. You said that. Yeah, just so, just that's how it operates is in that, my mind. I agree. I won't yeah. disagree with that. Yeah. So we're fine there. That's yeah. our line of agreement, right? Yep. All right. So what I said was that correct, but now with an injury, he could be he could have a potential to be injury prone. And would we want a face of the franchise to be injury prone to win Super Bowls? I think it's just is what my point was. It's too early of a discussion to even say that after one? It's not if he gets injured. It might not be a serious We're injury. We're talking one, one first action. He had one game of action. And he got injured. Hey, Alex, It's not severe. It might not be, but could the next one be? <laughs> hey, That's did, everybody's case. Hey, did RG3 come back from his injuries? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> and he was still the face of the franchise. That's the funny thing. Alex, no Super Bowls. Hey, did it's, Al- I'm talking about winning. We're did, talk- that's two different things then, Jeff. Face of the franchise, being that player. I said, dude, would we want him to be the face of the franchise if if, if he's injury prone? And my point is, is like, why if if he's not winning, well, he's injury about prone. Two non-Titans fans over here arguing and that's, over my quarterback. That's I a separate it. argument then. 
Like, no, it's not. Okay, whatever you say. All right, whatever you say. All right. So anyway, I just want to bring up one more point before sure. the Titans. Yes. Their rushing attack looked amazing. Oh, Tajay Spears was Spears, then also Chestnut. Yeah. Combined that he's around 140 rushing yards. He's team co-captain. Chestnut is? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he rushed 13 times for 98 yards, averaged 7.5 yards per carry. Spears, seven rushes for 57 yards. How many carries? For which one? Spears. Spears. Seven carries for 57 yards, 8.1 yards per carry. Talk about injury-prone. Tajay Spears had some bad injuries in Tulane. I don't know. Do we want him as our face, Christian? <laughs> to ask Jeff. Yeah. No, no. If you watch Tajay Spears. It's all about Spe- winning games when he it comes to facing your franchise. He, he has no, Tajay Spears has no ACLs. At all, I really neither do I. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> it just hurts a little Cheers bit. To <laughs> Cheers to um, that. Cheers to that. Ditto. Ditto. No, but they, but, they, but Chestnut and Spears <laughs> both looked really good. Uh, the Titans' defense is good. I think they are. They have depth at that defense. Yeah. Let's. You want me to pull up? Sure. What it looks like. Now I'll say this. One of the things. Um, yeah, Chig. He was Chig was dropping some passes, man. Chig Conquo. Was he? Yeah, he was dropping some passes early on. They really, actually, they they had some pass deflections, but also at the same time, no sacks. Or wait, they had one sack. Uh, Weaver out of Boise State. I think he's a second year. I think player. T- I think Tier Tart was like th- that. For that first team defense was not playing a ton. Okay, but okay. Tier Tart. They had an interception or they had a takeover. Really, they just really held the Vikings in check. Yeah, that's more. Th- they didn't make any kind of special play, and they weren't playing a ton. But yeah. th- this Titans defense is good, and, and I'm, they've been so good just un- for years under Vrabel. You know, that's the point of it. Well, Vrabel's just, aggressive; he's, like he's so physical, and that is what I like. In especially when you're talking about your trenches, yeah, that's where you want the most physicality. I mean, up. if you don't win at the trenches, you don't win all games, and that's the biggest thing about the Steelers. Yeah, like that's they, true. They have. Absolutely redesigned their well, entire. I mean, you can pick out a few teams who are yeah. no famously known for their lines, right? Yeah. Steelers, Still Dallas curtain. Cowboys. Yeah. Um, help me out, John. I'd say offensive lines. Um, big off uh, uh, San Francisco, San Fran, San Fran. That's, that's really the number one. Chicago's got uh, Detroit. You Chicago, can, don't they? Not, not lately. Mm, not lately. Old school Detroit. Old, I old would school. say. They were huge, yeah. like back when they were in the '60s, like when Dallas and Browns got, were doing the started doing Browns got Thanksgiving. A good one, don't they? That era, Browns. What? Or, no, Browns got a good defensive line. That's they right. They do have a. They had a. They have a good offensive line right now. Now, yeah. Joe Thomas Not is only relevant. You have to look back in I think the '70s to see if you could find Browns offensive lines that were. Yeah, big, relevant. but I don't think they were. I don't. I can't think of any of. Joe Thomas is the only one yeah. that pops into my mind. I don't know. The, I think the biggest, most aggressive offensive line had to be with the Steelers, with Mean Joe Green. Well, he was defensive line, too. Defensive line, yeah. But Ra- that was... That Nasty plays, was man. a different breed. I was about to say. And also, Terry Bradshaw always talks about this. Well, I won't talk on this long, but he was like, you know, the fact of the matter is we won f- like four out of five Super Bowls in five years. Yeah. And that's without them protecting the quarterback at that point in the time in the history of the NFL. That's all I wanted to say. I don't really know how we got off that topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, offensive line. Yeah, we, somebody said something about Vrabel. Vrabel. And then I mentioned how physical what he was, was. What was your thoughts on the offensive line this past week? <sighs> I didn't get a chance to watch the game. Man, oh. they held up. 
Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. say this: they held up, and that's their like. Sec- they're not putting as many. They're not putting that first team offensive line out there that much. You think like, growth though from that second? Yeah, group? but only because they're like forced to like. It's like trial by combat. Like they're forced to do that. But I, I mean, they're getting cut, or they're going to make it. Yeah. As a second Titan, screen. Speaking of cuts, Titans cut both of their kickers to oh. sign kicker Michael Bagley. Dude, Bagley? I feel like the Titans have cut so many kickers. In the last year, how do we go like, from not like, even, not even of two seasons? Last year, I think we've gone through four. Fat Randy just couldn't get it done. Poor guy. I loved Randy Bullock with the Bengals. Not really, but who who were the two kickers? Um, I gotta pull it up. Didn't May- Wolf? I think was one of them. Uh, trying to figure out who. Part of me thought you got Dallas is a kicker. I'll just say this, Michael Bagley, you know, he's a he's a Where veteran did, out of this league, played me, for the Chargers for a little bit. The person I keep thinking of is Brett Maher, who played for Dallas. I he's, saw that he got signed. Yeah, he's still with the team, I believe. Oh, he is. Somebody said that he's not. No, he's going to the Broncos. Yeah. Cause, oh, yeah. Because they cut. I was like, he's not with Dallas anymore. They cut Brandon McManus. Yes. And then Mara That's filled right. that slot, which McManus signed up immediately i forgot where yeah but. caleb shudak and trey wolf are the two Which that they i cut. don't are those rookies because um, i don't recognize one either. of them one of them was a rookie like a rookie draft yeah. i think a rookie draft pick maybe you know who i miss some real crazy news coming out though for the titans too last night on north carolina keep caleb farley's family in your prayers one killed one injured overnight in oh, an explosion my at his north carolina home what what yeah. when was that reported an hour ago Oh my gosh! Well, we'll we'll be keeping Whoa. them in Aren't our prayers and thoughts because that is yeah unbelievable. But um, Titans preseason, yeah, uh, we got one more game. Yeah, then uh, season then coming up. Two weeks, basically. That's what it comes down uh, to. Because there's that bye week for week four, so they can kind of get settled in. Yeah, uh, Labor Day. I just want to say a shout out to my Steelers. They were winning by 25 plus points against the Bills this past week. Yeah, uh, Kenny out there slinging. Is he? Kenny is killing it. So this is like this is going to benefit the Steelers way. It's going to benefit the. This is going to benefit the Steelers way more because they're actually playing their starting quarterback in the preseason. And we've seen, like, if you want to st- say statistically, like, quarterbacks that haven't played in the preseason. But for some teams like the Titans, you can't afford. No. <laughs> you can't afford it. And that's the difference, depth. Steelers' depth, I think, is Who's why backup? they're... Huh? Is it? It's not Mason Rudolph, still. It's it? Rudolph and Trubisky. Yeah. But even, I'm not even talking about quarterback. But, like, that's, that's, you could throw nice. Trubisky yes. out there. Mitchell? He, yes. You could throw Dude's Trubisky the out there if you needed to, and you could even throw a Rudolph out there. Just make sure because they have in-game experience. I've always, just make sure he doesn't try to assault somebody. With listen, I'm going to say oh something my. some people might not like, but I like Mitchell Trubisky. He's not bad, and I wanted him to do so well in Chicago. He's so good in the quarterback room. He signed an extension because he wants to help develop yeah. Kenny Pickett. Yeah, that speaks to his character, dude. What kind of person he is? He and I. You're, you're laughing, but he's a good dude. He's a great no, guy. Right. I would be jealous if I were you. I am. Ooh. Oh my god! Dang, that was like a it burn, adds, burn. It adds value to your quarterback room. Why would he, you hate that? No, no, you're right. I just thought he was laugh at me again. <laughs> I, I definitely want my quarterback learning from Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> I want my quarterback it's, not to have any kind of foot injury. So, than, would you rather Ryan Tannehill pick Malik Willis's and Will Levis? 
uh, like brain, or would you want him with a quarterback selected number two overall previously who has in-game playing experience at a high level? The benefit that Mitchell Trubisky is going to be able to show those young quarterbacks is the film of him not doing things correctly. There's so much more to take into account, in account outside of him. He led him, his team to the playoffs. One of his the only reason years. why I disagree with you is I I'm, I can tie it back to Dallas and I hate and I've said I've done this like three times already today. Tony helped develop. Yeah, exactly. Develop Tony Romo is one of the best knowledge quarterbacks. It see, comes what? more down to playing. It's yeah. knowledge that you yeah. had to rely on Cody Parkey not double doinking. Oh yeah, and then he double doinked. That was that was <laughs> that's a whole other different that's, conversation. Yeah, that's different. I, I feel way more Tony comfortable Romo. with my quarterback room than the Titans. Yeah. I mean, the best announcer times. in the game right now is Tony Romo Look, because I, he yeah. knows the field exactly. and because as much, as much he knows as I, what everybody's doing. As much as I don't believe in Malik Willis, and I believe that if the Titans were to put him on the— You said the, as much as you don't believe? As, you no, know, as much as I don't necessarily believe that Malik Willis is going to be like the Titans' future quarterback, They, if they put him on the practice squad, he'd be gone in a day. Like Somebody definitely. somebody would definitely— as he should him. be. Somebody it, would definitely it, pick him up. I think everybody is just dancing around the statement of the Tennessee Titans are not the right program for Malik Willis. Well, yeah. like, I mean, and I, we, we might have said it before, but I mean, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And he, I, he, I don't think he's going to develop any more than what he has being with the Tennessee Titans. The way that the offense is built is for Ryan Tannehill, who is a completely different quarterback than Malik. Also on top of that, Will Levis is going to be, already is, closer to Ryan Tannehill's style of play than Malik Willis is. And that's just because those two quarterbacks play similarly. But he's injury prone. One of them is, already. (laughs) He started already one game. Poor guy. I'm going to have to smoke a cigarette after this. (laughs) I don't even smoke cigarettes. All right, all right. We're not going to be getting any vices. We'll we'll wrap it up. Um, It's been fun. For next week, we're going to do some really cool stuff. We're going to break down uh, the schedule, uh, talk to Scotty Walden, hopefully. When did we say draft we were drafting uh i think we're drafting in like 16 days or something okay. like that so, so not next keep week, an eye after. yeah correct after labor day okay. uh, and that may or may not be videoed somewhere maybe maybe or it might be from the comfort of our own office rooms in right uh, our own offices yes. me, and, me and christian right next to each other <laughs> or anybody who just don't drafting? peek <laughs> or or me sitting at home d- trying to pick some players mm, drinking a couple of uh Coffee cups? Coffees. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. But, uh, good save. Good save. Good save. No, we'll break that down next week. We're going to break down the Austin P football schedule. We'll give you yeah. uh, our predictions on wins and losses for the year. Scotty Walden, hopefully, we'll talk to. Uh, and yeah, football will it'll officially be week one of football. So that's going to be a lot of fun for Christian Brown, for Jeff Matthews. I'm John Glass. Peace.